Like, damn, Elon, you ain't had this motherfucker like 60 days. And it's like the Batman line, man. You either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. You are what you hate. Matt Wee Experiment, episode number 156. We're in the middle of November. How's No Nut November going for you? Man, eight days in, um, I might have lost. I might have lost already. Uh, <laughs> things just happen to sneak up on you. Damn, man. I, I hate how stuff sneaks up on you. Yeah, man, I'm out too. I'm out too. But, like, to the dudes that are out there doing that, like, keep on keeping on, I guess. I guess. <laughs> you know, uh, we each have our own goals. Yeah, I, I hear it's not healthy for you. You gotta, you gotta get rid of it somehow. Today's election day. Did you fulfill your civic duty? I did. I, I, I voted. Uh, I went to the, uh, to the polls, and I swear I felt like I voted for over thirty judges. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know where these people were coming from or what court system they're part of. But damn it, I had to make a decision on at least thirty of them. Do you have any of those where it had a box that you're supposed to fill in, but nobody running against them? And it's just like, <laughs> it's like, guys, just go ahead and <laughs> just fill it well, in. What you know are we what wasting I mean? like, the ink for? Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll see that and raise you one. We actually had positions that no one ran for, so it was just a pure write-in box for the position. <laughs> Like, y'all got any ideas? <laughs> like, how bad is that position? <laughs> right. Nobody wants this shit. Yeah, why does nobody <laughs> want to be the county surveyor? Like, pay them more. Discussion on all this stuff on voting is hilarious, man, because I've noticed the big tagline lately is, democracy is on the ballot on Tuesday. Democracy. If we vote the wrong way, we're going to lose democracy. It's funny because you're totally in a position still, like when it comes to politics, of who's the smartest buffoon or who's the least corrupt crook. At least it's that way on a grand scale, right? The bigger people up close to the top. And then in your local elections, like this stuff that we're talking about, it's like, I don't know. Do you come to the polls knowing the positions of all your judges, or <laughs> you know, uh, or your or your magistrate? Man, if I did not carry my cheat sheet with me, it would it would have took me at least forty five minutes to vote. Luckily, I I went online the night before, uh, and yeah, I'm making decision on people based on going to a website that has a one paragraph summary. Of, of each of the positions and, and competitions. Uh, and so I filled that out, and it prints you out a little uh, cheat sheet. So I knew ahead of time who I was going to vote for. But, yeah, those paragraphs don't say a lot. Uh, I feel like these are these are major decisions, and I'm, I'm getting three sentences on each candidate. Uh, uh, shout out to all the candidates that only had money to run commercials the night before the election. Uh, you're sitting down watching TV and you're like, I've never heard of this person before. Why am I just now hearing about this? Uh, it's because they had $500 in, in, in their account. Uh, 
and then also, I don't know if you suffered through this or not, but there were some candidates that were on TV like for months leading up to the election, and I'm like, I cannot wait to not vote for this person, to go to the polls and vote against this person. <laughs> and then you get in there and you, you get your ballot and you find out they're not even on your ballot. They're they're in another precinct. They're in another state. And you're like, well, fuck. I can't vote against them. I have so much disdain for Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock. You know, like I've been, I've been, I've been getting all that Georgia. Somehow the algorithm's pumping that to me. And I, I just don't like neither one of them at this point. I don't know. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm fed up with both of you. I don't know why. I get nothing but Herschel Walker and Raphael Warnock slander. Well, 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 word <laughs> on the street is that there's a third candidate in the race, and Georgia has some kind of law where if the uh, winner does not get at least fifty percent of the vote, then there's going to be a runoff the next month. So they still might be showing up in your feed. For months to come. Today is supposed to signify the end of the ads, right? Like, that's what it is for the public, is just stop advertising all these terrible people to us. Just stop. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's terrible news. Thanks for letting me know that. <laughs> yeah, just, just stay tuned tonight, and you'll probably get more <laughs> bad news. Yeah. Uh, do, you, do you believe the red wave is coming, that they say? I don't follow the national politics as much. Um, yeah, I will say locally, it's red as hell in Kentucky. <laughs> like if you're outside of a major city, it's red as hell. That's what. That's all that I can say for sure. I don't know for sure either, but I think uh, now when like gas and groceries are an issue, it's kind of like pivoted a little bit. I think about what's important to people. So I, I am kind of interested to see what happens. Yeah, again, just me regurgitating things I've seen on TV seems to be the main two uh, topics are inflation and abortion. And one extreme feels strongly about one of those topics. The other extreme feels strongly about the other topic. And the people in the middle are the ones that are going to decide which one of those topics is more important to them. Honestly, like... Politically, I know this sounds like terrible, but politically, the abortion issue is almost like a Hail Mary for Democrats in my mind because it fires up their base. It rallies their base of people because that's such a strongly held belief. Because there's not like a lot of momentum to be felt. I don't feel like under the current guise of things for people with gas where it's at, inflation where it's at, and all that stuff. Uh, that that issue alone, though, is strong enough that it does, like, I think, put some of these things into doubt about turnout and how people will vote. I don't know. I've seen different signs. So the signs started popping up maybe a week ago in the yard signs for the Article 2 or whatever you want to call it. One person across the street would put up vote yes. The other person would put up vote no. And it's like, it's a lot more even than you think it is. I will be interested to see how that vote, because like the way the questions are worded are so fucking terrible, right? You really get, like, I was looking at that question today, and I was reading it, and I'm like, 
So people are going to fuck this up for sure. You know, we are educated people. Yeah. And <laughs> we struggle on these two articles <laughs> they put in place. And it's like, yeah, a lot of people are going to vote the opposite way they feel. I see some of these narratives that almost make me expect a red wave, right? And just naturally look at what's going on with gas and groceries, right? That's what I would expect. And uh, the there's a big contention of people that are voting Republican that are needing to look at these elections and feel like, hey, shit goes right, right? Because there's a certain proportion that still haven't come to grips with the previous presidential election. There's a lot of people that feel like something got stolen from them, right? So people are looking at this, and I, I just wonder how people will react if there's not a red wave, uh, if abortion was a bigger driver of votes than what people thought. I just wonder if people believe the results, I guess, <laughs> if there's not. I think people already said they don't believe the results before voting even started happening. So... uh to those people, I don't know what's going to make you happy. Man, I saw where, like, before 10 o'clock this morning, voting machines were down. I'm like, God damn, we spent, we sent $100 million to Ukraine, and we couldn't get some voting machines that worked in the last two years? Like, Christ. <laughs> you, you know you got a fragile public out there here in Maricopa County again, ready to blow a gasket. <laughs> but, but like I believe it though we 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 see it in other areas like Powerball last night wasn't chosen last night they had to wait until like 10 a.m. this morning to choose it because they had some issues with some machines in Minnesota or somewhere and it's like man we can't get anything right I feel like going into this one we should be able to count on some damn machines working that's all I'm saying <laughs> I don't know honestly like whatever happens Nothing's going to happen because if the Republicans get in, I feel like this recession is still coming. Maybe they'll slow down whatever they deem the other side to be bad <laughs> and doing. Uh, you know, they won't be able to get their agenda done. And maybe that's maybe that's helpful. Maybe that's actually what we needs to happen in politics is we need to structure for an organization where they just can't do anything, where we're just stagnant, where nobody tries. Because I feel like it's kind of like one of those things that like like watching these two parties operate is like it's like the guy in quicksand, right? It's like the more that you try, the more that like you get sucked in, just like nothing good's happening. It, it it's it's I guess it's just kind of shows the state of things though where I'm sitting over here feeling like I'm being an optimist when I'm saying, hey, maybe the results of this election, if there is a red wave, will be that they can't do anything. Dude, what about Elon? Did you see him pack in the sink? I seen him pack in the sink. Uh, I, I seen the people leaving out of the office on the first day there. He cleaned house. I mean, but like two of the top people got axed immediately, right? Like... I don't know if it was CEO or what the title was. It's like CEO, maybe the the CTO. Um, as soon as the ink on the documents were dry, they were out. And then he had some 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 cuts later, I think that week. And then like people are going to news outlets talking about uh, 
not having jobs. They didn't get any notice that they were going to lose their jobs. But it's kind of like no one was surprised that he was making job cuts when he got there. Uh, he paid more money than what it was worth. Tried to wiggle out of the deal or get it dropped down some. And they're like, no, you need to pay this full amount. And he's like, all right, I'll do it. But <laughs> things are going to be my way as soon as I get in there. Did you see about him banning Kathy Griffin? <laughs> no, I thought it was supposed to be open to everyone. He, he's banning people now. Exactly, man. Like, damn, Elon, you ain't had this motherfucker like 60 days. And it's like the Batman line, man. You either die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. You are what you hate. <laughs> Kathy's impersonated his account or something. I guess, like, he made a rule. Anyone impersonating official accounts is banned forever. <laughs> like, I mean, damn. Damn, Elon. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I thought the I thought the idea was free speech, but I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know how he has time in the day, kind of like you and, and, and black Twitter and hip-hop and folk and Americana. Uh, I don't know how you get it all done. Hey, man, it's lots of zoning out, lots of time in the bathroom. You know, it's an effort, right? Long bathroom <laughs> breaks. That's the secret. You know, it's funny. Our last conversation about Kanye, you brought up Kyrie. <laughs> what about everything going on with Kyrie since we have talked last? Man, I, I just got to say, if, you, if you're talking about Kyrie or you're talking about Kanye, you cannot comment on them unless you're ready to release that comment that same day. They just have way too much stuff going on. We recorded a Kanye episode and then, like, released it four or five days later. And it's like, damn, I'm listening to it. Man, maybe I shouldn't have said that, or maybe I should have said something different because things had accelerated since then. Uh, I'm almost afraid to talk about Kyrie. Did, did, you, did you check out the documentary link that he shared? <laughs> No, I did not. I did not either, so I'm just going to have to take everybody's word for it that it is awful as uh, they make it out to be. That's kind of where I'm at with it, too. The funny thing is, is like, did you see the, I, I thought about this, about the documentary link or whatever. Did you see the exchange between him and Nick Friedle about was he promoting it or not? And Kyrie didn't like that terminology. I, I read an article of the interview that they had. So I'm not sure if that was the guy that was interviewing him, but I read the response when he was uh, questioned about it. Yes, yes. Well, this exchange they have, like he was, Kyrie was really offended at the notion that he was promoting it. And he was kind of making the point that he doesn't do anything any different than what the what the media does. And I kind of thought to myself, I'm like, you know, that's right, because I wouldn't even know about this freaking movie if they weren't talking about it on ESPN 24 hours a day. Like, I wonder how many more people know about this link and checked it out because of uh, the fact that it's been a sensational sports story. Yeah, it, it became a story, and he he was talking about how he didn't do anything but share it. He's like, I didn't comment on the video. I didn't provide any text around the video. I just shared a link. 
Kyrie, sometimes I feel like Kyrie be trying to be like all philosophical and deep when he really just ain't got it like that. Man, I'm seriously like Ky- the his stance on the vaccine, that's aged well, man. Our legal system has showed that. They've had to hire those cops back up there. You know, like he's we that all that stuff fine. But some of these other things, like, it just feels like bro wants to be contrarian. Like, if he, <laughs> like if, if he thought he was living in world A, he's going to have to say it should be world Z. Most definitely. And, like, when they announced the suspension, I'm like, I don't know if I see the end of this. Like, <laughs> who's going to bat an eye first? They're like, he didn't apologize in the proper way. And I'm like, you're going to get Kyrie to apologize in the proper way. And then maybe <laughs> two to three days later, there's an apology written out on his Twitter account that does not sound like he wrote it. And I'm like, is this the way they get him to play again? Is He's like, I'm not physically posting that. And they're like, fine, we'll post it for you, but on your account. Okay. That's what it sounds like happened. Kyrie is in this moment where he has to show a little humility, right? And it's like asking me to be tall. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's like saying, Matthew, dunk a basketball. Asking Kyrie to show a little bit of humility, offer up, and I'm sorry. It don't seem like that comes naturally to him. I mean, let's be real. Like, that Nets team isn't going to – isn't going to make it to the championship the way they're composed right now. And uh, management will probably love to get rid of Kyrie. And Kyrie would probably be okay with that. So if he never plays for them again, I don't think either side would be that upset about it. Oh, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's in love with basketball. Not to me. Like, that's what's crazy. He's like, Kyrie's got time to get in the middle of politics and philosophy. He's he's got to take time away always from the game, and it blows my mind because I feel like if I was as good at basketball as what that dude is at offensive basketball, why would you not want to do it all the time? That's weird to me. Well, have you ever seen the movie Above the Rim? Yeah. All right. So there there's a character in Above the Rim. I forget his name. He was like the elder character that uh, was uh, wasted his talent and was trying to, to, to show the youngsters the proper way to go about things. But the dude went nuts because I guess at some point in time he was playing basketball one-on-one with his friend and his friend fell off the rooftop. It was a rooftop basketball court. And so now this guy just walks around late at night doing one-on-one moves by himself with no basketball. And I could totally see Kyrie (laughs) just being happy with doing that. (laughs) Just walking up and down the street, saucing random people up, looking mad. That would be good enough for him. Yeah, he's kind of a wild figure. Him and, man, you hit the nail on the head. Kyrie and Kanye, That's they share very similar energies you know i feel like man 
you ever feel like when they're talking in the media and sports media that they're tripping over themselves not to call Kyrie stupid? <laughs> like when they're on TV, I feel like they're always like, now this is one intelligent brother. You know, like he's a he is such a smart guy. I know he's a really if it feels like they're tripping over themselves, not just come out and be like, Man, Kyrie is fucking dumb, but he thinks he's deep. Like sometimes it feels like that. Yeah, you well, you got those sportscasters that have been sportscasters their whole lives and haven't played a professional sports. And then you got the ex players that are not as polished when it comes to presentation because they haven't done it for as many years. Those are the ones you got to watch out for, just like going a little bit off script and, and saying what they really feel. But yeah, yeah, you, you got to hold back when you're talking about both of them on uh, national media. What would cause you more flack? What do you think you'd get more negative blowback on? Wearing a pair of Kyrie's right now or bumping a Kanye song extra loud with your windows rolled down? I'd feel way more comfortable bumping a Kanye song. Look, we got we we talked about this with Tiger Woods. You got to separate the man and the fandom, right? There's the man and then there's the fandom. Tiger's out there knocking up ladies left and right, slaying, right? Being an absolute dog. That don't mean that I don't have to be his golf fan, right? So I kind of feel the same about Kanye. However people feel about him, whatever. Uh, the College Dropout is one of the greatest records that uh, has been made in our life, I think, in rap. All right. I can see that. I can see that. On to the recommendations. Let, let's try to switch it up for this last episode of the year. How about you give me your recommendations first? Uh, my recommendation is uh, going to be, a, uh, I guess, a, again, a practical one. It's front end of November. Start Amazoning now, okay? You don't need nervous Amazoning or nervous late-minute shopping. Go ahead. Get it done. Beat the crowd. Uh, my advice is, uh, my recommendation is shop now. Shop now. Shop often. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I totally believe that uh, because I'm horrible when it comes to rapping. So I need to get the gifts well in advance of the event because it's going to take me a while to get around to wrapping those things. So that's smart advice. I'm going to send you a present, right? There's a big stash of bags and fluffy stuff. I don't know. I'm a guy. I don't know what to call it. What's the fluffy stuff that you put around presents? What's that called? What's that kind of paper? Uh, like... Colorful paper. We'll call it colorful paper. <laughs> we'll, that's that's a great thing to start with. Colorful paper. <laughs> the fluffy colorful paper. I'm gonna, I've got a stash of bags and colorful paper, and you don't have to wrap anything. Just get out the colorful paper, fucking wrap it up a few times, throw it in the bag. Colorful paper, wrap it up, throw another one in the bag. It's And then you just keep your bags forever, right? So the family could open... From the same bags, get joy every year. You need to get you a stash going. This is advice from a veteran right now. So do you let the colorful paper do all the work? So you don't tape the top of the bag or staple it together like the colorful paper Jonathan, does Jonathan. everything. I don't 
I don't like how you're talking about this. I let the colorful paper do all the work. Is that what you just said? <laughs> like this is like this it. takes time and energy. Is is what I'm expending not enough for you? <laughs> no, I, I don't want to cast doubt on the amount of effort you're putting in. I'm just asking: <laughs> Do you have to take another step to close the top of the bag, or is it just the colorful paper on top? It's colorful paper. I I can get on board with that. Second recommendation. If you want something entertaining to do with your friends, like a little daily online game to play, but you're not really into word games, like Wordle kind of came and and went by and you really didn't get involved in it, there's a game uh, on a website called framed.wtf. That's all you got to put in the web address. And it's a real simple game. It shows you screenshots of movies. And you have to guess the movies based on the screenshot. So every day is a new movie. Uh, I believe you get six guesses for each movie. So it will show you a screenshot. You get a guess. If you get that wrong, you'll see another screenshot of the movie. Uh, It's free. Online. Web-based. A lot easier to play than Wordle framed.wtf well uh yeah cool game sounds fun everybody uh shop now get a game pass the time we will be on hiatus until after the first of the year matt woody got birthdays and holidays and all kinds of days to uh, when take care of between now and then but we will see you after the first of the year uh that is all for this one we will see you on the next one